0: Thank you for joining us at Luminous Church. And this morning, we hope that you see Jesus clearly. So isn't that exciting? That's that's the president um, of our movement, Every Nation Churches, and so that's the group of churches that we are a part of, and so if you ever want to know if Luminous Church is connected to anyone else, yes we are. We are non-denominational, but we are also... Connected to a network of churches called Every Nation that exists to honor God and make disciples. And so you have been a part of that. You are a part of thousands and thousands and thousands of people across the world, which is crazy that this morning there are tens of thousands of believers in Every Nation that have the same spiritual DNA, the same focus, the same vision, all that. We have all the same stuff, and we're, we're honoring God. We're glorifying Him, and, and we are about to enter this fasting. Together. Now, here's the good news: the global fast doesn't start until next Sunday. How many of you can say, "Praise God for that!" Still get to eat leftovers. You get to do all that fun stuff. You, you can, you can binge. I've been binging. I don't know why. I don't know if that really honors God if you binge before, you know. Before you actually start a fast. I guess if I was a partner, I would probably binge, you know, before, before I actually went out and got a real job or anything like that. I don't know why, um, but maybe it's my personality or maybe it's just the flesh, you know. And how many of you know that we came to church today to try to knock some flesh off of us, amen? Amen, that's why we're here today is to try to knock some flesh off and to honor God and, and to glorify him in every way. We started a series today, this New Year's Day, called Knowing God. And, and I think it's appropriate for us to know God, isn't it? it it's so appropriate for us to know God if, if we really believe that God is who He says He is. If He did what He said He did, if He created us, if He is the author of life, if He is those things, then it's probably a good idea to get to know Him. I remember being 21 years old, and a lot of you have heard this story. But when I was 21 years old, I, I grew up in the church. At age 5, I gave my life to Jesus. At age 11, I got baptized in the Holy Spirit. And in high school, I, I started trying to preach to all my friends about Jesus. But it wasn't until age 21 that I really made Jesus the Lord of my life. Meaning, meaning I, I wanted to surrender everything of the flesh. To Jesus's lordship, I want to submit everything that was me to Jesus and and let Him rule over my life. Now, this this is a hard decision to make in life, isn't it? it it's really hard. Uh, a lot of us like to do the Sunday check the box off. Now, you showed up New Year's Day, so you're super Christian. So, speaking of the super Christians today, but you know, for a lot of other people who come through luminous as doors. As we say, you can belong here before you believe. Meaning, they may not even have faith in Jesus yet, but they're checking us out slowly. They're, they're reclining in the seats and they're hearing this guy and what he has to say and reading these words that we sing. And why do we stand for 20, 25 minutes in worship? Why, why do we do that? And, and why, why is this the time that we meet and greet? And why is this the time that we sit down to listen to the word? Why do we do those things? And I know that you're asking those, yourself those questions as you're trying to belong before you believe. And I really hope that it's my job, it's our job, to make space for anybody who is far away from God to let them belong here. And to be able to answer the questions openly. To answer the questions of why we do what we do. Why we came on a Sunday morning, New Year's Day, after staying up way late with the fireworks, why did we show up to church today? And, and that's what we're trying to do. And as I was 21 and wanted to make Jesus the Lord of my life, where he made he was the dictator, he was the boss, he was the man, He was my father, he was my friend, He was all these things, and he was going to direct every decision. Every decision I made, who I would marry, what city I would move to when I was 32 years old, how I would raise my kids, how I would discipline them, how I would engage in my relationships and my friendships, how I would begin to be intentional in every area of my life. And at 21 years old, I said, Jesus, I trust you fully. I'm going to follow you. And at 21 years old, I decided to consecrate myself, to set myself apart. Now, now I, I understand that we're already set apart as believers. If, if you're a Christian, and a lot of hands went up in this room this morning, is you've already set yourself apart by God calling you to himself and setting you apart. You, you have an identity. You, you have all this relationship. You, you are set apart, but I decided to consecrate my flesh. How many you know your flesh isn't saved, right? How, how many kids like donuts this morning? Did you like those Krispy Kreme donuts? You, you saw those and you got like your mouth started getting wet and you're just like, I just gotta have donuts. Right? right. It, it, the flesh is crazy. It, it craves things that are, that are sensual. It craves things that, that are immediate satisfaction. It craves the things, the longings of, of, of the easy road, the road that's most traveled. And I decided at 21 years old, I was going to consecrate my flesh. And what I meant by that was I wasn't going to date until I knew God. Until I knew God. I, 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 I asked God, and, and as we were praying and, and we were having this conversation, I just was like, God, I, how am I ever supposed to know my wife until I know you? Until I know you. And I didn't want to know my wife until I really had a full understanding of God. And so I started my journey. Genesis chapter one. It was really good. Genesis chapter one, grabbed a journal, two, three, all the Genesis pretty much is good. Then you get to Leviticus, you're like, why am I doing this? You know, I mean seriously. <laughs> and there's a lot of pretty girls. I know there's a lot of fish in the sea, but I'm getting older, you know, and, and so I need to I need to start fishing. But I still journaled and I filled up journal after journal, after journal. I went one chapter a day. If, if I got real eager, I would go two chapters a day. And I, and I would write just a quick letter, Dear Jesus. And I'd write him a love letter in that journal. In that journal, I'd write him a love letter and I would just write everything that I loved about him, everything that he meant to me. And I would write it and it'd be probably half a page. And then I would open the Word. I would read a chapter, and I would just ask God to speak to me. And whatever was highlighted, whatever was interesting or intriguing, what whatever stood out to me, I just began to write down. And I began to hear from God over and over and over again, and a relationship, a relationship that is beautiful, a relationship that is still thriving. Today, a relationship that I have with the Father because I said, I'm going to set myself apart for such a time as this. And I know many of you have maybe done this or you started it, or it's New Year's Day, right? So how many you started in 2016? Okay, Jesus, every day I'm going to spend time with you. And then it comes June 1st. You're like, oh man, who's Jesus, right? You know, you just like, you forgot all about what you were doing. But that, that's, that's the journey, and that's what I started to do. I started to set myself apart, and when I did, I started knowing God. And what I began to know about God is I started knowing God's glory. And that's what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about God's glory and knowing his glory. In Psalm, if you have your Bibles, chapter 8, verse 1 and 3. It'll also be on the screen this morning. Oh, Oh, Lord. Our Lord, how majestic is your name in all the earth. You have set your glory above the heavens. When I look at your heavens, verse 3, the work of your fingers, the moon and the stars which you have set in place. O oh Lord, O oh Lord, how majestic is your name. We see God's glory in creation. In creation, you probably know this. uh, As you look out and you woke up this morning, you realize you have another breath. It's 2017. Many of us didn't even think we would live to see 2017. And here we are. We we saw the sun rise and we saw the the landscape. And if you you knew where I was from, this is glorious land like where I'm from it's dirt and tumbleweeds and wind blowing and you walk outside and your elbows are always ashy i mean it's just it's just the it's just gross and when i walk out here it's green and there's trees and, and i walk outside and i just get bathed in lotion from all the humidity and it's incredible and I just wipe it on you know i'm never ashy it's awesome and 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 god is Glorious and we see God's glory in creation. Anybody love skiing in here? Skiing, snowboarding, going to the mountains, maybe tubing. Some of you have maybe seen snow. I'm sorry, man. you know, you gotta get out. You gotta get out a little bit, go on a road trip. But I I I, I love skiing when I was around 20, 21 years old, I went with my friend Matt. To the mountains, and we love skiing. And my friend Matt loved to disciple me, like you know, one of those secret disciples. Anybody have one of those in your life where they would they would actually like pour out a scripture to you, or start talking Jesus talk, or you know, you get out of line, you know, they like slap your hand a little bit. That, that's Matt for me. He he wouldn't say he's discipling me, but that's what he did. He decided on this ski trip that we would memorize Isaiah 55. I'm like, what? what? Bro, we're here for the snow bunnies. We, we're here to hang out, you know. We're here to have fun while we memorizing Isaiah 55 But but he wrote it down on cards and here we are writing it down on cards and and, you know I'm a people pleaser so I was doing it and I was writing down Isaiah 55 and as we were skiing we just started yelling out these verses and it was hilarious Matt would come flying down the mountain which seemed like 60 miles an hour and, and he would say you will go out in joy and be led forth in peace the mountains and hills will burst into song before you and all the trees of the field will clap their hands and it was like actually fun. we were having a great time, like skiing, yelling scripture out as loud as we possibly could. And here we found ourselves memorizing Isaiah fifty-five. It was so appropriate because the trees clapping their hands. It just as you're riding the ski lift, like you just imagine the, You know the trees is clapping their hands. as The wind is blowing. You realize, God, you're so glorious. God, I see your glory today. I see how amazing you are and that's a beautiful thing. You see, if you want to know God and know God's glory in creation, know in creation, know God's glory in man, in humanity. Psalm 85, yet you have made him a little lower than the heavenly beings and crowned him with glory. And honor. How many of you know you matter to God? You matter to God. And I, I know that a lot of times we go throughout our year 2016, we ask the question, do we really matter to God? There's so many people, so many talks. When you're stuck in traffic, you ever just sit there and look at all the cars, like, how does God have a conversation with every single car right now? Like, how, how does he talk to the people in every single car right now? How does he do that? And yet, God does. You, you matter to God. You're important to God. He's crowned you with glory because you are made in his image. The Imago Dei, that you were made in the image and the fullness of God. He was, being, he was making and shifting you and making you and breathing into you. And you came to be because of God. And as you walk this earth and as you look at humanity, you're going to see the glory of God displayed through humanity. It's why we love people and not just God. We love people. It's why in Luminous Church, we constantly are loving people, constantly seeing them as God sees them. Saying, man, you are crowned with glory. I'm glad God made you. I'm glad God made you because you mattered a lot to him. Do you feel like it mattered this morning? She you came to Luminous, this New Year's Day, do you feel like you are crowned with glory? Do you feel like he made you in his image? I hope that you do. I hope that you are seeing him because you are a big deal. Everybody say, I'm a big deal. Tell your neighbor, you're a big deal. Tell your other neighbor, no, you're a big deal. And then tell yourself, I'm a big deal. And tell yourself that every day in 2017, as you look in the mirror and say, I'm a big deal because I'm made in God's image. And I am the glory of God on the earth. And he has perfected me and there is no imperfection in me. That he's made me great in every single way. I hope you believe that this year. If we don't start telling ourselves that and start believing it and believing the scripture that was written, we're going to fall short of God's glory. We're going to miss the mark. Anytime you don't see yourself as God's glory, anytime you see yourself as lesser than His image, you're actually sinning. You're actually not in the right standing with God. God's glory is displayed in creation. God's glory is displayed in humanity. God's glory is ultimately displayed in Christ. Hebrews 1.3, he is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature. And he upholds the universe by the word of his power. After making purification for sins, he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on high god's glory is realized in jesus christ jesus perfect in all ways god's only begotten son here on earth amazing and so amazing so perfect And it's why we say this over and over and over again would you just see jesus clearly you see him clearly You're going to see God's perfection. You're going to see God's glory. It's made perfect in Jesus. And as you look to him, what does he do? He authors your life. Now, are you wondering where where your story leads? Maybe you're halfway through the book. Maybe you're in the first quarter of the book, because that's most of our church, like 25 and under. Maybe, maybe you're in that book, and as he's offering your life, you wonder what the story is. But as you see Jesus, God's glory made perfect, you don't have to know every detail. You don't have to know every period or every sentence. I'll tell you this, in your book, there's going to be highs, and there's going to be lows. In your book, there's going to be a journey of relationships. In your book, there's going to be a journey of so many stories. In your book, there's going to be people who came to know Jesus because you lived your life great. But what I do know is that Jesus, Jesus' penmanship, is the best penmanship anybody could ever want. I pray that you would have the realization that the author is enough for you. That the author is enough. Colossians 1, 15 through 20. Who is Jesus? He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. for in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell and through him to reconcile him, reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. This morning, we start a journey of praying and fasting to know God and set our eyes on Jesus. Now the good news is you can still have lunch today. we give you permission. We'll officially start tomorrow morning as a church. We're fasting solid foods, we're fasting social media. For all of you who have different diet restrictions, fast what's appropriate. See, see your doctor, your physician, ask him. But as we, as we step into this season of fasting, and prayer, we're gonna give you a practical guide to prayer and fasting on your way out. Mine has coffee on it. <laughs> next week, you're gonna get a devotional for five days that you'll be doing with tens of thousands of people all around the world. But this week, I want you to just prepare for a fast. Maybe some of you aren't ready, maybe some of you still have leftovers, maybe some of you have fresh produce and you don't wanna start yet. And we would ask that you would start definitely next Sunday. As a result, Luminous is gonna participate in fasting as well as the church. What I mean by that is we won't have communion over the next three weeks, but on the 22nd, we'll take communion together. We'll take the Lord's Supper together, and it's gonna be amazing. Luminous will not post anything on social media because they're gonna fast from social media. There may be an email out because Jess Perez wants emails. So there may be an email that goes out. But other than that, this: there's, there's, we're going to fast and we're going to not participate. We're, we're going to participate in this as a church and as an organization. Some of the things that we'll be sending out for prayer focuses over the next three weeks. We're going to pray for the world. We're going to pray for the community. We're going to pray for the campus. I going to believe God for great things this year, not only for your life, but for Luminous. Believe in God for the next season and direction for our church. I believe that God is going to do incredible things through this, but I'm not going to be presumptuous in what he's going to do. I'm going to listen to him and see what he's doing and join him in that process. Three things that I want us to do in the next few minutes we have together as a church as Ashley and the team come back up we're going to do two more songs the first song is going to be more reflective I'm going to ask that you would spend time praying by yourself or maybe with a friend or spouse or or someone that came with you either way is appropriate three things that I want us to get in a posture to pray for today they'll be up on the screen during this first song In the last song, we'll stand and we'll sing together. And then I'll come up and dismiss us. The first thing is thank God for the gift of life that he's given you. And for the privilege of being called his child. Let's pray for that. The next thing that we're going to pray for is boldness and love to abound in your hearts. For his glory to be reflected in your life. The last thing that we'll pray for today, together today is declare the life and identity that you have in Jesus. And ask for opportunities to be able to share that to other people as well. If you would, bow your head with me as I start the process of prayer. And then as Ashley and the team come and sing this morning, you can tap your neighbor on the shoulder and join them in prayer and pray with them. Thank you for listening to this week's message. To find out more about service times, giving, and community groups that meet throughout the week, please visit us online at luminouschurch.org. Thank you for listening to this week's message.